Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Fuck you, come on by the One Million Podcast. And I'm going to say three. Bingo. <laughs> Fucking uh, so annoying. Who all? Who all was it? Uh, Roethlisberger, Alshon Jeffrey, and Injoku. Yeah, Roethlisberger's done. Yeah, out for the season. It's all right. I picked up um, Gardner Minshew, who I thought his last name was pronounced Minshew, and I really had some like Minotaur things planned up yeah. ahead, and I found out I'm just an idiot. I don't know. I feel like that's a fair. M- mispronunciation i know did you see his outfit when he came off the plane no first game is starting qb look at that there it is he looks good i like how like his belly like the the button looks like it might not hang on for too much longer remember when i said i was gonna drown myself in the toilet if i lost to dad yeah and then he said glub glub bitch yeah yeah that's (laughs) dad (laughs) i'm beating him I'm going to beat him. I know he said maybe the glove glove was a little early. I think yeah. that was his text today. <laughs> uh, my buddy uh, my buddy invited me to Joshua Tree. He was like, I got mushrooms. We should go to Joshua Tree. And I was like, Tuesday. And I was just like, nah, I got shit to do. Bummer. Remember when, when we were in our 20s and you could just like say fuck off to a Tuesday and do mushrooms with your friends? Dude, I remember when the last Comic Standing tour was super intense and I was coming home for like a day or two. I would literally just eat mushrooms on that day and just sit in my room <laughs> and just trip balls. <laughs> You're like, but I just got back from being out of town. <laughs> I mean, it was just all I could do to fucking deal with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, life had definitely changed at that point. Yeah, well. it went back to normal real quick. But there <laughs> were six months in there where going outside could be adventurous. Every every time you go outside, it could be adventurous. Like just now, when I was walking back over here the second time, because you forgot the SD card that I do thirty mm, percent of the time. Yeah, that we I'd record. give you that. That's a that's probably a good. Number. I hadn't done it in a long time, and then it's this and the it, second week in a row I've forgotten it. Yeah. Well, maybe should I send you a dickheaded text like I did that one time? Yeah, and I'll still probably reply with like, <laughs> but yeah, do that. Yeah, last time, she, right the week after she did it, the first time I go right before she came over, I go, "Hey, remember that time you forgot the SD card?" And how did you react? Oh, remember that time you forgot the SD card? <laughs> forgot the SD card. And um, so yeah, I guess we'll have to do that again. It was a good two and a half months where I didn't yep. forget, and here we are. A fortnight of fucking fucking up. A fucking up fortnight. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of adventures, when you go outside, so the second time when I walked over here, <laughs> there was a uh, a hearse. Like a new one? Nope. An old one. <laughs> a very old hearse. All the windows down. I couldn't tell if it was like a B-side of Tool or like a Haunted House soundtrack. Oh, okay. But it was, it was blasting it. Those are similar. They are similar. Um, but I also like, I kind of felt like it was like finding a four leaf clover. I just kind of felt like a little lucky. When I worked at Best Buy in 1996, a kid that worked there had a hearse and he had, uh, he had redone the inside to where it was like supposed to be like a shagging wagon. 
and it was you know i fucking freaked out by hearses like i remember there was a haunted house in kansas city where part of it you had to walk through like you had to crawl through a hearse oh yeah it's the edge of hell and for whatever reason that part was the freakiest part (laughs) to me you know the i would talk to the kid and i would just because he was a few years younger than me i'm just like man so chicks dig the hearse and he was like yeah sometimes you know it's definitely (laughs) like goth chicks and then i just remember one day like four months later he showed up in like a saturn and i'm like what happened to the hearse he goes man i was just thinking about it and he was like if some girl wants to fuck me in a hearse she's fucked up yeah it's not so much of a shagging wagon it's more of a dead bed (laughs) (laughs) just to you know, the fuck in the car scenario is either very. We don't have to go there. <laughs> I'm just saying it's either like a super immature thing, like a young person thing, or it's just like a weird caught you off guard kind of thing. Yeah. All right. It's never like. It's a conversation l- for you and your friends. I'm just saying it's never a let's go fuck in the car thing. <sighs> all right. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> All right. Things I don't want to know about. Things well, about my brother. I didn't talk about that. I didn't talk about times that I had fucked in the car. I was just saying in general at, at yeah, this but you're age. Also, you're influenced by your own experience. Well, I mean, I, I mean, all right. <laughs> uh, so shut up. <laughs> well, Welcome we... back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's uh, gonna be such a long hour and a half. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> we are back. Welcome. It's the one millionth podcast. <laughs> uh I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. We are siblings and we still have lines that we <laughs> where one of us doesn't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> and we're still finding them. <laughs> and <laughs> Man, and it's also like just shut up. Just sh- <laughs> dig up, stupid. Oh, we are brought to you by Charlie Hustle, vintage made fresh. Uh, I'm wearing one of their T-shirts right now. It says American made. So am I. You are American made, and you're also wearing a Charlie Hustle T-shirt. Yeah, it says KC with a heart on it. There it is, the classic, the OG, the OG. Uh, yeah. T-shirt. You know why I'm wearing it? Because it's super fucking comfortable. That's why. You know what? I went on Charlie Hustle today, mm-hmm. and a lot of their stuff is sold out. Do you think it's because of our episode that we released today? The one that where we were like, "Hey, you need to fucking start ordering some shit." Yeah, I think we. I think I would it, hope so. Maybe the shame. Yes. The yeah. non-purchase shaming. The non-support shaming. Yes. Go to charliehustle.com. Get a T-shirt. Get a hoodie. You get twenty-five percent off your entire order, and you help out the podcast. CharlieHustle.com, promo code number one, word million. All right. Go buy the shirts. They're comfy. You'll love them. Yeah, and they're fashionable. Yeah, don't ask us. And they're cut right. Find out for yourself. Don't look like a a young girl's softball coach. Wear shit that fits right. Yeah, you goob. (laughs) You got coffee on your shirt. You look stupid. Uh, Don't be a goob. We know you slept in your car, Dave. No one fucked you. (laughs) Well, I guess there's the callback. (laughs) How was your weekend, Andy? My weekend was devoin. Oh, yeah? What'd you do? Um, My good friend, Tyler, had his second 30th birthday. 
was okay. So, so he's not thirty-one. Is that what you're saying? No, he's thirty-one. So it was he's he turned okay, thirty again. I like that. And so he got a penthouse at a hotel on Wilshire for the weekend, and I was there pretty much the whole time. Nice. <laughs> it was really lovely, and like went to bed at reasonable hours every night this weekend. And by I mean. Midnight on Friday. That's not bad. And then I was home at 2 on Saturday. That was the big party night, and everyone was gone by 2. Well, still, that's like two f- days of partying with a little bit of a break. A little bit of a break, and then watch fo- had some friends over and watched football all day yesterday. Oh, that nice. beautiful Chiefs game against the Raiders. I didn't get to watch it. It was scary at the top, but the rest was... Oh. <laughs> that was good looking. That Demarcus Robinson is... He's got legs. Yeah? Does yeah. he know how to use them? He does. All right. <laughs> yeah, how was your weekend? Well, my week was ridiculous. Uh, Tuesday, I flew to New York City. New York City? Get a rope. Because they hung him. We'll do it every time. <laughs> I uh, Tuesday night, I got into town, hung out with uh, my good friends Adam Ray and Tone Bell at The Stand in New York City, which is a comedy club that I'd never been to. Uh, and which was really cool and had dinner and hung out with them and then went home and, uh, then Wednesday. I feel like I saw KP do comedy there. Did it have like a cool bar upstairs? It did. That was kind of sports barsy. Uh, it was kind of bougie sports barsy. Yeah. And there was like booths to the left when you went up the stairs. Of course. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've been there. And there's also a room upstairs. Uh huh. Okay. So yeah, that's a cool room. It is a very cool room. I didn't actually go downstairs cause I didn't want to. <laughs> and uh but no i sat down and had a couple drinks and ate dinner and hung out with tone and adam and rojo perez and we had a great time and it's like it's good to live a life where you and your friends can see each other a lot in different cities uh that was kind of a fun night and then wednesday zach you know the rest of the band got into town i was there to interview shine down uh and then wednesday we went to newsarette which is a steakhouse. It's the Salt Bay guy. Oh. He wasn't there. I don't like to support memes in person. <laughs> well, the, uh, Zach had uh, just wouldn't stop telling me how great this place was. And he he had actually gone lunch. At one trip, he went dinner, lunch, dinner it, it, over two days. Oh, okay. So, so, like, almost three meals in a row. Nice. And... <laughs> I don't think I've ever loved a restaurant like that. Well, he did. And Good it, for him. Yeah, it's yeah, and it was a uh, it was an interesting experience. I bet if I was as successful as Zach, I would do the same thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you want something and you only get it for a short amount of time because you don't yeah. live in that city, you load fucking, up. Yeah, I get it. So uh, did that, and so then like Wednesday, I kind of went over to the venue just to like check out the outside because we were staying like three blocks from it, and that's when it hit me. This thing was way more prestigious than me or the band kind of realized. Like, people on the lineup, the uh, Sean Pan had been there interviewing some political dude two nights before. I mean, it was probably just Sean Penn talking to a crash test dummy. Okay. And then there's... He's, like, he's off his rocker is what I'm saying. Yeah, but no, there was a real person there, I believe. I don't think they'd let him just talk to a crash test dummy. Right? He might. That would probably would have made the news. But also, maybe I would like to see that. I would, too. I'd go see that. that. Let's make that happen. It's like that video where Clint Eastwood yells at the chair. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because it was supposed to be Obama. Yeah. Who wasn't there. Yeah. He invited him. 
It was so funny. He did look weird doing I it. I know. He looked fucking insane. So, but uh, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg's going to be there like in a couple of days. RBG. Yeah. So it's like, so then it kind of sits in like, oh, this is kind of a thing. But it fucking, it went amazing. We ran long because uh, musicians, it turns out, are super long winded and uh, don't like to get to the point. But they, <laughs> but they get there and it's fun. But no, it was an amazing evening. The crowd was amazing. Uh, Tone came out. Uh, my friend Jess came out. Your friend Callie came out. It was. Callie. We all had a good time. Uh, and if you want to see it, it's available. Uh, it's in the. If you go to 92y.org uh, and go into the archives, you can see the whole thing. 92 letter Y or word Y? The letter Y. 92y.org. And, uh, but yeah, you can go and see it. And then we flew to Vegas. We get there and our buddy works at the MGM and always helps us out with hotel rooms and stuff and usually puts the boys in the sky lofts, which is a very cool, very expensive section of the MGM. And they didn't think they could get him in. So when we showed up, they're like, hey, as a joke, he goes, hey, I got bad news. You have to go up to the sky lofts. And the guys were like, yeah. And as a and as a genuine joke, I went, well, then can I get one of their suites? And he went. Yeah, fuck it. And I was like, cool. And he said it was like a terrace suite. So I thought I was just going to be like, my room is going to be a little bit bigger and I was going to have a balcony. Mm -hmm. That was not the case. Mm -hmm. My room was fucking humongous and had stairs mm -hmm. and uh, was twice the size of my apartment and then opened it up to a terrace that was another twice the size of my apartment. It had <laughs> three different seating areas <laughs> and it was just me. And I was fucking, it was like hangover-esque. Yeah, it was. Yeah. You gave a video tour to mom and dad and I, and uh, I was at work having a shit-ass day, and you're walking down these mar like- There were marble stairs. Marble stairs. And I goes, I hope he fucking falls down those stairs. <laughs> and my coworker goes, what are you watching? I was like, oh, my brother's giving me a video tour of his hotel. <laughs> his hotel room in Vegas. He's like, no, it's cool. Yeah, and my terrace looked out over the Excalibur, the Tropicana, so I got to look at poor people. And uh, <laughs> Could you hear the thunder from down under? Or? No. I could feel it. You, you could, could feel, feel the ripples of the dongs. You can definitely smell it for sure. Feeling the ripples of the dongs. I went and saw thunder from down under for a friend's bachelorette party, and it's a little... Uh, Less chic than Chippendales, which I've also been to. Yeah. But also for a bachelorette party. And uh, the Chippendales are like in a theater. Thunder from Down Under, you're at like picnic tables, kind of. Oh, okay. It's a little more... Um, Australian-y? Backyardy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're from the Outback. Yeah, the Outbackyard. Yeah. <laughs> and this one, they'll get up on the tables and dance, but they get so sweaty because they're just undulating all over the place. And this one dude had, like, shoulder-length hair, and he, like, whipped his hair, and it was just, like, a fan of sweat. Oh. Went out in the crowd, and I was, it got on my face, and I was like, I fucking hate it here. <laughs> I was like, that was bleh. so gross. Anyway. We went to see Iron Maiden. I thought I could tell you an Iron Maiden song, and I looked at their Spotify, and I can't. No. They just have cool shirts. They have really cool shirts. <laughs> Uh, and here was the thing. Of course, it sold out. It was the sh we stayed for like five songs, which was about a song too much for me. <laughs> the show was amazing. The spectacle. I've never seen anything like it. At one point, we didn't stay for it. But at one point, he has flamethrower arms. 
the the show opened. What? Yeah, the like Yes. What? Yes. What? And then when the show opened, there was a full-sized World War II fighter hovering over the band and spinning and like pointing at the crowd. It's insane. And meanwhile, they have three guitarists and and they're always soloing all the time. It's like what Skrillex DJs on. This dude has more costume changes than Beyonce. Just fucking every song, he comes in, comes out. He's wearing a different medieval fucking thing. He's got a, he's got a sword at one point, and that was we're four songs in. Flamethrower arms. And I've never people, wanted something so badly. I've never seen a line for merch like this in my life, and everyone in the line already had Iron Maiden shirts on. Yeah, they were just like, I get this one. To let they every- are like ultimate concert shirt. They are the heavy metal of. Of heavy metal. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're uh, just, they're just, their t-shirts are the, so rad. That's why I went. I was like, I have to see Iron Maiden. Why not? Like, you have to, like, that's something like when you're old and someone's like, did you ever get to see Maiden? You're like, yeah, I saw them for about five songs. I get it. Mm-hmm. It was fucking epic. Yeah. And it, and they know every single fucking word. And That's uh, wild. It's crazy. And they're an amazing band. And so then we did the Dirty at 12, I had to do the Dirty at 1230, which is a comedy show at south point which is a i call it almost vegas because it's like three exits down and it's just filled with locals and fucking stupid tourists <laughs> and uh, it was just one of those nights where it was fucking every headliner showed up so it was jim florentine rich voss and myself mm-hmm. we had a great night and <laughs> then the next night the boy shinedown played or at least zach and brent did and fucking Rob Thomas was closing the show out, and fucking Santana was there. Are they ever not together? I don't know. I don't know if the, I. I thought it would be like a big deal, but I didn't even stay for it because I had to get to the comedy club to say hey to some friends, and I was just like, I don't need to. I know how it goes. Trust Man, me. That is just like the we, ocean we, under the moon. Just fucking, isn't it? <clears throat> And That's you didn't stay to hear smooth. I didn't. I didn't. Well, it was, it was another forty minutes to hear smooth. I didn't. If it would have been two songs, I'd have hung out. But I'm not staying for. And he played no Matchbox Twenty. It was all RT. Ugh. All the time. Rob Thomas, Joy Shoe. And then we went to STK. I walked in. I got there early, and I'm like, Saturday was like my night off. Mm-hmm. So, I, and it was fuck. it's Vegas. So it's fucking, I'm like, fucking, I'm wearing a tank top and some nice shorts and I walk upstairs and they're like, I'm like, am I in violation of dress code? And they're like, yeah, you have to have sleeves. Yeah. I was like, I figured, but also it's Vegas. Yeah. So I walked out, luckily all saints was still open. So I went and spent way too much on a fucking t-shirt that looks awesome. <laughs> like I literally, I was like, I put it on. I was like, yeah, fuck it. I guess I should. Yeah. Just give it to me. And then I, <laughs> Walked back in, and they're like, yeah, you're good. And fucking- Sir, your tag. <laughs> you remember the hot Ukrainian chick from the 3.15 a.m. wedding on Vince Vaughn gambling night in mm. Vegas? So next day, I get a text from her. She's like, yo, were you at the Cosmo last night? I'm like, yeah, we were at STK. And she was like, yeah, I was at STK, atmosphering. And I'm like, what? And she was, I'm like, what's atmosphering? And she goes, I provide atmosphere. And I go, so you get paid just to look hot and be sophisticated and sit at the bar. She's like, yeah, basically. 
Man, I could never do that. That sounds so awesome. That's an occupation. I know. I'm like, how and, could I do that? I'm not sophisticated at all. But also, this place was jammed. Unless they hired all atmosphere, and we didn't get it, we couldn't get a reservation until eleven thirty at night. Well, that's probably why they make it look like it's hopping with beautiful people. They probably plant like five people. You think? Yeah. Fuck. But yeah. So you wondered what she did. That's what she does. She literally just goes and sits places and looks pretty, and hot and Ukrainian. Man, what? am I doing with my life? Well, I don't know. But you're not atmospheric. I'm not. You know what I should do? What should you do? Take this new class that they're going to have at UC Berkeley called adulting. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But isn't that class just home economics? No, not at all. So it uh, it's designed to teach many life skills, including how to develop good habits, manage stress, pay taxes, budget <laughs> our spending and income, and to live a healthy lifestyle. Because they're unnecessary, especially when college is the bridge to adulthood. We had that. It was called Exchange City. They didn't teach us how to do our taxes. They taught us how to balance a checkbook. That is so useless now. You're absolutely right. But it also taught you how to go to work. <laughs> I'd like to have known how to, like, apply for a loan. You know, know how to not max out a credit card. Oh, but, okay. First off. For those, for our listeners, Exchange City was a thing in Kansas City. I'm sure a lot of our Kansas City listeners listen, but we also have a lot of California listeners and people in the Netherlands, apparently. Nederlanders. Uh, a chicken, uh, uh, Exchange City, there was like a two-month lead-up where you were in class, what grade was this, seventh grade? No, Sixth, third. Third grade. Fourth. Fourth grade. And you would just lead, you would, it was two months of like learning how to balance a checkbook and- Learning how interest rates work somewhat because you could get a credit card at the exchange bank, if I remember correctly. Mm. And uh, but yeah. And so it was all about just how to be a person. And a lot of it was learning how to balance a checkbook, which you're absolutely right. Makes no sense at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, but everyone had jobs. We were both the news reporter mm -hmm. at the radio station. Yes. Just happenstancely. Happenstancely. You'd get tickets if you ran and didn't walk. All the burnouts worked in the snack bar. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All the and narcs were the cops. And you elected a mayor. You did elect a mayor. I think ours was corrupt, but it was a Catholic school, so what are you going to do? What? <laughs> I remember being, I think we've talked about this before, so I apologize if we've, I've already said this. But we were dreaming when we wrote this, so. <laughs> I remember at the end of the day, I was so mad when I found out I had an article due. I just thought I could, like, go and interview my friends for the day, like a news reporter. I didn't realize I had to, like, actually print something in the fucking paper. Do you know what I did? What? I had a friend that worked at the courthouse, so I just went and grabbed a list of everyone that had been convicted of shit. I just read <laughs> it off. I was like, hey, this guy was running in the streets. What are you doing, Gary? <laughs> <And then> <laughs> you were way more resourceful. Oh, I think it was. I think I also had forgotten to write an article. I was like, "What am I going to do?" I was like, "This will work." I remember it was the end of the day, and I like barely got it off to the printers in time. Like I'm sweating, smoking cigarettes with one of those green clear visors on, <laughs> just typing away, and it just like pit stains. <laughs> I got to get home to the kids. My wife's always nagging at me. She never has dinner on the table, and I get her done in time. And I get on the bus, and I'm like, "No one talk to me. <laughs> I've had a day." Where'd I go? I don't. That was a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. I just didn't know if it was over. <laughs> I didn't know either. Oh, the lines blur together so so easily now. 
But I think it's a good class because, I mean, I would like to know how to, like, how to have applied for an apartment, yeah. how to budget, all that kind of stuff. Was that a difficult situation for you when you applied for an apartment? I feel like they pretty much walk you through it. Well, it's... They go, fill this out. We're going to run your credit. How to find an apartment that's not a scam. I, that's pretty easy, though. I know. I'm just saying for, like, other idiots. Like, I remember when I was looking for what ended up being this place. You get on everything. I was on Craigslist. I found a place that was super cheap for where it was. And I was like, this is probably a scam. But also it might be a unicorn. And I sent her a thing. And she was like, hey, I'm in Europe. Just wire me first month's rent and deposit, which was another month's rent. And I'll get you the key so that you can look at the place. And then if you like it, uh, you just you've already paid rent. And I was like, there's no fucking way in the world. That anyone with half a brain would do this. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, speaking of people without half a brain, America is running out of White Claw. I know. It's a travesty. Uh, the company cannot keep up with demand, so White Claw has purposely limited supply to ensure it can continually serve all of its markets. Is it going to be like a thing with like hard to find beers where you can only buy two cans of White Claw a person? <laughs> no, they'll make plenty more. Well, yeah, but for right now, they don't have it is the issue. Well, it's, luckily, it's turning into an autumnal season. Yeah, in they're going to get away. I think they'll be able to catch up by the next summertime. Yeah, I guess hard seltzer really isn't a fall drink. I mean, you can drink it year-round. Like, you drink beer, I guess, but I mean... But even your beers, I feel like it, if you're a real beer drinker, your beers get thicker throughout the winter. You mean if you're a snotty beer drinker? No, because like in the summer, I'll have a Corona or a Coors Light. I don't give two shits. Yeah. But in the that shit doesn't, you know, it's winter. I still love a Miller Light in winter. You need to beef up. <laughs> get you a double IPA or something. I need my drinks to get thicker. Right? <laughs> Although I'll probably still drink tequila throughout the year. Yeah. Well, it just makes you warm everywhere. It really does. I, ju- I guess, you know, I'm getting really excited because it's almost nog season. <laughs> <laughs> you like eggnog? I fucking love eggnog. <laughs> it's so good. I love to get my nog on. Oh, it's so thick. <laughs> it's so thick. <laughs> I know. It's like drinking a cold soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> I know. It's so delicious. <laughs> it's just like... Uh, Man, you just feel it going all the way down, don't it's you? It's like runny cake batter. <laughs> <laughs> it basically is, just there's no flour in it. Oh. Oh, God, I'm salivating just thinking about it. There's that local dairy here that makes just the best eggnog. But do you think there's going to be a basic bitch riot if they don't fucking, if they can't keep up? You think? No, because it's pumpkin spice latte season, so their focuses are elsewhere right now. I guess chicks are super seasonal with just about everything. Yeah, I talked to you. Someone asked what our favorite beverages were, and you said you could drink tequila all year long. Yeah. And I said that I'm seasonal. You're very seasonal. Yeah. That's why, yeah. You know what? It's almost bourbon season. Is me. it now? Mm-hmm. So you you do the uh, you do the bullet. Um, I don't do bullet anymore. I can't support them. Yeah. Yeah. Why? They have a gay daughter that they like kicked out of the family because she came out. Oh. She was actually like the face of the company for a very long time. Really. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, they disowned her. So that's fucked up. That is fucked up. It's only a couple years ago, but there's also better bourbons out there. For sure. Yeah. I'll even I'll do shots of makers. I've never I don't under, mind that. I've never understood the disowning thing. 
I didn't. I don't either. And it's also like you're so rich, just go to the other wing of the house. Yeah, especially over gay stuff. I know. Let your kids be happy. Yeah. Like, why? Why is it your problem? Right. We're not making out in front of you. Maybe they were. I do love a good bourbon though. Templeton Rye. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a whiskey. For sure. Because it's a rye whiskey. You know about the Templetons? They rape. Everyone knows it. What? <laughs> the fuck? I don't know. I just keep bashing all your liquors until you have. <laughs> you know about Jack Daniels, don't you? Hates women. Probably did. Well, yeah, it was the time. I know. Definitely that time. Checks out. Uh, speaking of women and hatred. And uh, what? God damn it. I'm right here. <laughs> uh, Vanderpump Rules star Lala Ken is responding to, oh, and our fa- one of our favorite people, 50 Cent. Fofty. Uh, accusations and denies ever using cocaine. But I'm also looking at this chick, and uh, I'm thinking she probably did some cocaine in her life. Okay. So let me tell you, I've watched every episode of Vanderpump Rules. Okay. This is the fiance of the Fofty guy. Exactly. So she's one of the stars on Vanderpump Rules. And honestly, I really like her character. She's great. She's been sober, quote unquote, because you don't. I mean, who really knows what's going on in reality? Yeah. But she's sober. I There are for sure scenes where you look at the whole cast and you're like, you are gacked out of your fucking mind. Yeah, for sure. And so like, she's definitely one of those people that like, if you've watched this show, you're kind of like, there's no way she's never not done cocaine. It's like the number one thing on that show. They're, they even have a code word for it because one of the stars has come out and they because they thought it was tequila. Oh, yeah. Because there was one scene where this girl, Kristen, was like, hey, let me get to the bump of that tequila. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the other stars was like, we do have a code word for it, but that's not it. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. So is it called Lala's here? <laughs> uh, no, but she's been sober, I guess, allegedly. But. 50 Cent doesn't think so in the post. He accused her of cocaine use, writing, have a drink, hit to powder, have a drink, hit to powder, have a drink, hit to powder, four days straight. Kent finally addressed it in social media. I feel it's important for me to say this, and I'm only going to address this once. My sobriety is something I'm proud, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Uh, I've never done cocaine, no, or any other substance other than alcohol involved in my decision to get sober. I'm not buying. Oh, it. involved in her decision. Yeah. It doesn't say she's. But she also said, uh, "I've never done cocaine." Also, why didn't why come out and say that? Yeah. Just be like, "I wasn't on cocaine." I've never just yeah. deny it for the moment. You don't have to deny it for your and whole life. And also acknowledge the fact silly. that you look like you've done co- like, "Hey, I know I look like a cokehead." I know, and that's like her fourth face too. Uh, yeah. And they've all looked cokey. Uh, 50 Cent responded, has, has responded, said, good morning, drunk face, he wrote. <laughs> Rise and shine, puffy face, it's gym time, but I'm sure you are having a hangover. Well, emoji of a scotch. <laughs> Here's to life, bucko. LOL. Hashtag his two fucking brands. Brands. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just love, he, he, you know he's on the shitter. Just like, who do I want to fuck with today? I know. I also just like see him just like sitting in a recliner in a movie theater, just tick like kicking his toes in the air, like hee hee hee. Just like he's like, I got another one. Hooked him, and he's just like got red vines next to him. He's having the best time. Um, so you know how you're a bit of a sneakerhead. Yeah, it's a recent life development. A res- I'm a responsible one. Yeah, I don't own a shit ton. How many do you own? Uh. 
of of like sneakers, sneakers, like not counting like cleats and golf shoes and all that. Right. Shit, I'd say twenty two ish. That's a lot. How many pairs of shoes do you have that are functioning and not broken that I'm hoping I can maybe fix someday? Yeah. Six. Oh well. Yeah, I like shoes. <laughs> well. I have my eye on a pair of shoes. Okay. Because you know that I like spooky and creepy and weird things. Yeah, I've met most of your boyfriend. I know. So I've been listening to a podcast about Heaven's Gate. Okay. And I've been looking up uh, their sneakers. Okay. So just to remind the audience, Heaven's Gate. Yes. Mass suicide of 39 people in 1997. Yeah. It was a group, like a religious cult group that thought they were... Drink. They were going to board a ship. They were boarding a ship to the next level. So they were they were the ones who wore the track sh- tracksuits and yes. the Nikes um, when they were found dead. So I have been, I was like, I would fucking love to have a pair of those shoes. <laughs> yeah, and? Guess how much a pair is going for on eBay. How much? $6,700. Of just that style of shoe? Of just that style of shoe. They're called Nike Decades. Really? Yes. And they the reason they bought them is because they could buy them in bulk and they were cheap. Really? And that's the reason Heaven's Gate bought them. And now there's a pair that um they wanted to sell it for $550 and then they did sell for like just shy of two. I think the $6,700 ones are like. The ones that like actual one of them wore. <laughs> Isn't that insane? That is insane. But would you wear them? No. Really? I mean, the shoes I wear, the ones that I get, except for the Yeezys, which I think are just super comfy and kind of stylish and, you know, kind of showing off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jordans I wear are mainly just like to hark back to, you know, the, the shoes mom wouldn't let me have as a kid for good reason. I was a child and shouldn't have those shoes. But right. Now I have money and no children. and I want those shoes. I want those shoes. <laughs> and so I buy them and, and they're great. But, uh, yeah, I wouldn't buy those shoes. No. I would I, I, would, that's I would. buy them and I would wear them. I think that's creepy as fuck. Oh, I would love it. And then if someone just... Co- I mean, just the uh, people you attract wearing those shoes. Hey. Would people really know? Well, the ones that would would be fucking weird. I tell you that. I would know. You're- <laughs> I'd talk to me. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, speaking of super lucky people. Mm-hmm. An Oregon man beat cancer, then he beat it again, and then he won the lottery. Ooh. Stu McDonald. Of, Someone's got his back. Stu McDonald of Bend buys Oregon lottery tickets every week, and every week his wife Claudia tells him, get the winning ticket. Just Good kinda, call, Claudia. And that's what that's what he needed. He just got a bitch at him. Don't she, fuck it up, Ted. Well, here's the funny thing. She forgot to tell him on September 7th. But he ended up buying a winning lottery ticket with $4.6 million. Claudia the Curse. Oh, man. He is going to fucking, every time he's in an argument, he's going to bring that up. He's going to put $1.6 million worth of quarters in a pillowcase. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Coming for Claudia. Claudia's uh, clobbering. <laughs> <laughs> that got dark. <laughs> That's unlucky. Do you think he's going to divorce her? <laughs> Uh, or just never know. listen to her again. <laughs> I don't know the relationship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why I'm, are we talking but about it? But it sounds like her, if, if she's kind of that kind of nagger, 
How is she saying it? Is she like, oh, get the winning one? Or is she saying, fucking get the winning one? <laughs> like, it's all about tone. That's why you can't text shit like that. Yeah, that's, well, what, I mean. Yeah, I would. Are they still together? I mean, they didn't go, They didn't get into it. It's a pretty recent thing, but oh. I just, I think every time she would nag at him from now on. But she, again, she could be the nicest lady in the world. They yeah. don't really get into her cuntiness. I motioned for a live cam. <laughs> In their living room. Just so we can get a follow-up on the story? I'm just curious. I wonder what they're doing right now. All right. What else you got? So there's poppy farms in India, right? Yeah. Because of the flowers. Which uh, lead to opium. Which and lead the to opium. heroin. Yeah. Uh, so there is a flock of persistent parrots that have become addicted to the opium. <laughs> they're rampaging through the poppy farms, sometimes making 40 visits a day to get their fix. No way. Yeah. So, then they just nap. <laughs> so it says uh, one poppy flower gives around 20 to 25 grams of opium. I don't know how much heroin that is. I've never seen heroin. But a large group of parrots feed on these plants around 30 to 40 times a day. Um, and they're wreaking havoc. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> you got a bunch of fucking addicts. You've created been, a flock of monsters. They've learned how to like pop the head off the flower and just like run away with the pod. Oh, with man. the opium pod. And uh, it says that they've reported that some birds have even trained themselves not to squawk when descending on the fields, swooping in and out like silent ninjas. <laughs> oh, so now they got the cartel after the parrots. Right. Get out of our poppy fields. <laughs> All the parrots are going back to their trees. Apparently, this shit costs money. <laughs> we don't have money. We're parrots. And they've got, like, the SARS masks on in their <laughs> underwear, chopping it up. Yes. <laughs> oh. Um, they've observed parrots crashing into tree branches and lying into the fields in a daze. <laughs> only to fly off again when the narcotic effects wore off. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> just a bunch of junky parrots. Right. Just Sergeant Peppers playing <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> oh. oh, this is my parrot. He's a rescue. He's still going through withdrawals. He's in the bathroom. He's throwing up and pooping at the same time. <laughs> I may have gotten in too deep with this. <laughs> Man, remember when Otto had that ketamine problem? <laughs> oh, little pepperoni K-hole. <laughs> it's hard to pull him out of it. Oh, he loves cats now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Could you just imagine heroin parrots? Parrowins? <laughs> they get really aggressive. Yeah, just all of a sudden. I told you I wanted a fucking cracker. <laughs> And then he fell asleep for three days. Just drooling all over himself. <laughs> Molting. Smoking. <laughs> over there having cigarettes. Yeah. Can you play some more Mingus? <laughs> I really feel like playing some Mingus. <laughs> oh, I get it now. I get it now. And then just heroin birds coming back to the poppy fields, <laughs> squawking mingus. Squawking mingus. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're, you three birds have a jazz trio. <laughs> and they're actually really good. <laughs> now these fucking old hipsters are hanging out at your place, talking about how they've been there since the beginning. I think, again, we our music festival. <laughs> we keep 
We keep creating these amazing ideas <laughs> with, for paying, getting other dumb people to give us their money. With the Farmer's Almanac, Mumford and Sons Trio. Yeah, the Indie, Indie Fest. Indie Fest, and then we get into the fucking junked out Parrot Jazz Fest. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird laugh for that joke. He even sounded a bit like a junked out Parrot. <laughs> Uh, well, if you're on heroin, or maybe you're a heroin dealer. Thanks for listening. Maybe you're looking for a new car with all your heroin money. <laughs> you should probably do your research. Uh, an unnamed Florida resident listed a 2012 Bugatti Veyron on Craigslist for a mere $125,000. A bargain for a $2.5 million supercar. A Holy closer shit. inspection shows that it's actually a 2002 Mercury Cougar. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Shut up. I'm not kidding. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God, modified to look like the Bugatti, which the seller cheerfully admits. If the looks don't fool passersby, neither will the 170 horsepower V6 it still has in it. Oh, my fucking God. It was a better engine than it's in my car. Uh, it's actually a very well done redo. Uh, it looks like a Bugatti, but yeah, you're going to have a big problem when someone in an Audi pulls up and is like, let's go. Let's see. Two and a half liter V6 pumps out 170 horses. The Veyron is powered by a 1200 horsepower quad turbocharged eight liter <laughs> W16. That's double V's, you guys. So it basically has two V8s in it. <laughs> Uh, should have had a V8. Should have had a V8. So, yeah, I, you're not going to get much off the line is what I'm saying. And now that it's been modified with all this shit in it, it's going to be this car is going to be super heavy. <laughs> and so it's going to be even weak for a two and a half liter V6. Fogati. A Fogati. Like, forget about it. What is it? Soup? Uh, <laughs> is it a delicious soup? So a woman... In Polson, you know Polson. Is that in California? It sounds like a suburb. Sounds like it's just Uh, Montana. Oh, Montana. So this woman was getting really sick of cars zipping down her street. Yeah. And her grandson walks to school on that street. Zipping. Zipping. So fast. They were driving quickly. Zooming. Zooming down. Zooming on down. Speeding. All right. Got the got the wind in their sails. Got the lead foot. Pedal to the metal. Yeah. Floor in it. Whiskey throttle. Yeah. Paul Walker in it. Putting a finger in the butt. Whoa. <laughs> Looking for the exclamation. Just putting the potato in the tailpipe. <laughs> she uh, was worried about her grandson's safety. I don't know. I don't know if she contacted the authorities. That, they never said that. What did she do instead? So she got a lawn chair mm-hmm. and what I assume is a Bloody Mary because it's a solo cup with a straw sticking out. Okay. Uh, and her hair dryer that looks like a radar gun. It just sat out there? And she's just sitting on the road. First off, that does not look like a speed gun in the least. <laughs> so, it looks like a fucking hair dryer. I know. But she said it's working. <laughs> oh, People man. are dumb as shit. But um, a trooper made her an honor- honorary Montana trooper. Oh, but they said it's not an official title or anything. I was so. going to say, <laughs> she, does she have the power to arrest? No. Oh, fucking drunk ass Mary. Point I just think f- it's funny. I think it is funny, but also I think it's stupid that it's working. 
I would have draw. I, you know, I would have hit the brakes immediately, and I would have been like, "Oh wait, that's a drunk bitch with a hair dryer." I'd be like, "Go home, Mary." I think they're just slowing down because she's sitting in the street. Oh, she's in the street. Kind of, kind of looks like she is. <laughs> it looks very backwoodsy. Well, you know how all the rich people are trying to go to space. Classic rich people. Uh. The California company, the Gateway Foundation, has released plans for the Von Braun Station, a cruise ship-style hotel floating among the stars. There's never been a richer-sounding fucking thing on the planet. Von Braun. Oh, I'm spending the summer on the Von Braun. Oh, I'm in a holiday on the Von Braun. You know, in space. It's just a name drop. You know, oh, I remember one night I was staying at the Von Braun. (laughs) Is that in New York? Uh, No, it's in space. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, galaxy, but uh, that's where it is. The aim is to get the hotel off the ground by 2025 and make it fully operational for travel by 2027. So that's less than 10 years from now. That's less than nine years from now. It's it's less than eight years from now. But not less than seven. (laughs) The Von Braun Station (laughs) is just one such space-based tourism option in development. Oh, there's gonna be there's gonna be a whole hotel district of what? space. Also planning to propel people into space are Virgin Galactic, Elon's Musk, SpaceX, and Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin Aerospace Company. Which also how sleek are the other space names like Virgin Galactic, SpaceX, which just sounds like SpaceX. Yeah, and then Jeff Bezos is like the corporation to go to space with people <laughs> no. and things. It's not even a good acronym. It's B O A C. Boic. Yeah. Oh, you going? Are you staying at the Von Braun? No, I'm staying at the Boic. Gross. What are you, poor? It's like the Hooters of space. <laughs> uh, U.S. based space tech startup uh, Orion Span is also releasing plans for a luxury space <clears throat> hotel called Aurora Station, which it hopes to launch in 2022. Oh my God! It's another. It's just another space race. It's gonna be. Uh, how much do you think it's gonna cost to stay at one of these places? Are, what am I doing? Like the Aurora, which I'm assuming is more of the uh, like the Link. Yes. Or, no, or no, the no. Von Braun, which is for sure the Four Seasons. Uh, well, let me see here. Uh, I don't know if there are prices. The Aurora says a stay in its space hotel. Let's say the Aurora. Say the Aurora. Yeah. Like. Full price of the trip. Well, it's going to cost that's air, you. That's space fare. Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic. Uh, it's two. It's quarter million to get there. Holy shit! So you know, Katy Perry bought Russell Brand a ticket to be on that, and I am. I think I'm going to pass. <laughs> but you know what? It's like I get it. Katy probably wants that dude as far away from her as fucking possible. I mean, that was for a when they were bit. married, though, right? That's crazy. Do you think Spirit Airlines is going to come up with one? They're just going to call it the maybe. It's eight dollars. <laughs> but if you want to, if you want to not die in space, it's thirty six hundred more dollars. <laughs> the space suit is thirty six hundred dollars. Do you need it? Kind of. <laughs> and it, standing room only. Yeah, yeah. Just hold on. Hold on. The beginning and the end are real tough. <laughs> <laughs> The spirit, maybe. Oh, sorry. Will you get there? I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, we're 18 days late. 
Sorry, and then they just cancel the flight for no reason. Uh, so your captain here. I don't know if you guys have seen Apollo thirteen, but we're definitely in an Apollo thirteen style situation. <laughs> uh, we are waiting for the spirit people to get back to us. Uh, we're currently on hold. Does anyone have the number for Houston? Just kidding. They can't hear our screams. No, no, no. Our CB quit working a long time ago. Actually, it is a CB. That's the issue. <laughs> you know, this is not going to surprise you at all, but I haven't seen Apollo 13. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that, that one, I mean, all these movies that you haven't happens. seen are on USA Network and TNT almost constantly. I haven't had cable in like seven years. I know, but I think those channels just come through now. <laughs> I know, uh, but anyway, what do you think? A stay at the and it doesn't even say how long this it co- how long this cost will get you. But go ahead and give me a shot for which one? The Aurora. The Aurora. The Hampton Inn of Space Station. The Hampton Inns are bad, right? They're mid level. Yeah, actually, I like a, you get you give me a Hampton Inn. I'm happy. You got free Wi-Fi and a breakfast, and, the, and it's usually pretty clean. Yeah, hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Not even close. Nine and a half million dollars. What the fuck? I don't know. That should get you a week or so at least. <laughs> uh, price wise, in the early phases for the Von Braun Hotel. That's well, if, are you flying back and forth every day? What a commute! I, yeah, I, I would hope that's in and out valet at least. Yeah. But the foundation is hoping to make it equivalent to a trip on a cruise to or a trip to Disneyland. So they're trying to make it a little more economical. And that's the Von Braun. The Von Braun? The Von Braun. The Von Braun. Oh, Knights of the Von Braun. Uh, and it also spit. There will be areas of the hotel that have gravity and ones that don't because it spins. Dirt. What? It spins to create gravity. I know, but like, how is any? There's no way any of this is going to happen in that amount of time. There's a lot of people with a lot of money, and they don't know what to do with it. We can't even get a light rail from here to San Francisco. There's no fucking way they're going to build a city in the sky. I don't. Well, I mean, to be fair, this is just a. Ho- it's more of a truck stop in the sky at this point. It's it's a hotel, and that's it. And why are you going? To be in, I mean, I'm sure the views are pretty great. Also, to just be in space. I don't think I could do that. After we saw Gravity and um, IMAX 3D. Oh, how great was that? And with very strong edibles and just. Dude. I don't think I've ever been so high in a movie. But also, that's a super scary movie. I was hugging my knees. Oh, I remember looking over at, you know, (laughs) and I just started laughing. Because it was the part where she's zipping out into space very uh, uncontrollably. Uh, no. And I'm just like, oh, and I'm the same way. No it, way. That's like my worst fear. I'm not even afraid of heights. I'm fine with heights. No. Space the, is terrifying. My fi- that's, it's like the same as like being in the middle, like falling overboard in, a, in an ocean at a, on a cruise ship and watching the boat sail away. Like, ah! You're just, it's that same thing god i'm gonna have i know i'm gonna have a lucid fucking nightmare tonight Uh, of oh no i hope it doesn't happen that being said i kind of want to see gravity again all my dreams are in water for the most part oh really all of my uh 80 of my dreams occur at the same hotel really that i've never been to is it the shining Uh, no it's a very and apparently i own it i i don't know but it has a venue it has a mall what are you the sequel to the golden girls called golden palace i don't (laughs) Where they that run makes a hotel. No sense. They run a hotel. The Golden Girls don't run a hotel. They do in the Golden Palace. What's the Golden Palace? The sequel to Golden Girls. <laughs> That's what I just said. It was a spinoff. 
It lasted one season. Are you? Oh, you're serious. Uh, yes, I'm serious. I didn't know that. Yeah. Was Sophie in it? Yes. Can she was more of a guest star. Can we watch it? Is it I on YouTube? I can't find it anywhere. I think we'd have to like purchase it somewhere. I don't know. This is I'm like interested. the holy grail of fucking NBC sitcom. I know. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Sorry. What the <laughs> fuck was that? I have been binging designing women now that it's on hulu and i remember that being a very well written show it is very well written it fucking holds up it's so funny i love it i just remember uh annie potts was my favorite on that she's my favorite she just sits over there and she was uh just a very dry southern lady and she would just sit over there and let everybody make their little thing and she'd say one thing that would bring the house down yeah she's the hannah She's the hand, she, and that's what I was thinking. Hi, Hannah. Speaking of which, our cousin Hannah sent us a uh, sent us a, a mail. Uh oh. She sent a listener mail. All right. Uh, from Hannah Daler. Subject from your favorite funniest family member. And I was thinking about it. She's definitely in the conversation. She is, but you know, now that she's got an ego about it, it's going to become a problem. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> it's fair enough. To be <laughs> fair, uh, our family is very. On both sides is very fucking fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it's a it's a hefty competition. Yeah. Fuck our uh, our family thread. We have a text thread that literally has every family member from our dad's side in it. Yeah. And the cousins are just devastated, dude. That that penis hat conversation that you and Brock had. <laughs> How's was, he gonna wear a hat? Because <laughs> he was circumcised. <laughs> yeah. And he and he, I was fucking crying. And then Hannah just. Said, Please, please stop. Yeah, so if, to give you some backup, we're all in a fantasy football league, and my team name, my team name is Susan Sarandong, <laughs> and so I always send gifts of penises, animated penises, <laughs> and uh, or people in penis costumes. No actual penises. Ever. No, but there's like the, one of the classics is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> doing. <laughs> Kind of a Hitler-esque suit, and then coming out of his crotch is another arm doing the exact same thing. Yeah, the same salute. And so, and then the the piece de resistance. Is oh yeah, the, the flaccid penis costume gif, riding a bike. Yeah, it's like an inflatable penis costume that's not inflated, riding a bike very slowly. <laughs> it's the saddest penis on a bike <laughs> that you've ever seen in your I entire love life. It so much, and it's. So so I sent one, and what it was, it, it was circumcised. Yeah. And my cousin Brock goes, why is it circumcised? I was like, because he's wearing a hat. <laughs> he goes, it would have just gone, it would have just slid off. <laughs> and then Hannah said, please stop. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, hey, cousins, up. it's me, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. I'm just at work on a Thursday evening, not wanting to do work. And she should probably be doing work, given what she does. So she needs a break. Uh, she does a lot. Okay, so you both have been to some really cool places in life. Not so much Andy. But if you could choose anywhere... What the fuck? That's what it says. God damn it. But if you could choose anywhere in the U.S., parentheses, because America, exclamation point, (laughs) where would you live and why? It cannot be in California or Kansas. Thanks for making me laugh and giving me yet another reason not to do my job. Can't wait to be a guest star. Lots of love. See you at Christmas. Hannah D. So much ego. I just, I think she's great. I, I like do too, it. but it's a lot of assumptions. Well, she'd shine. She would. Mine is New Orleans. I've never been. I've always wanted to go. 
And I love the smell of trash. I've heard I'd love it there. Uh, that's where you would live? She, had, she oh. was asking where you would live. Oh, where I would live? Yeah. Can't be in California or Kansas? No. That's not fair. It is, though. I mean, it's a hypothetical. She can set her own parameters. I don't know. Portland? Seattle? Yeah. Somewhere up there? I like that. I'd say Vancouver, but that's not U.S. No, it's Canadian. I know. That's the Canadian Seattle. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully up there somewhere. I'd, I'd go straight to Maui. See, I've never been there either. Yeah. Just imagine paradise. Yeah. With a KFC. Oh, you know where so, I would move to? Where? The Nevada side of Lake Tahoe. Okay. There you go. Boom. Yeah. I'd do Nevada. I like Nevada. I'd move maybe Phoenix. Yeah. I like deserts, I found. Huh. I don't mind them. Nice. Maybe it's the Doc Holiday in me. It might be. Or it could just be the tuberculosis that you also have. Yeah, I could move to Nevada. Mama could get a gambling problem. <laughs> Bet the house on the ponies. Lose everything. Bet the ponies on the house. Bet the ponies on the house. Get the house back. Get super rich. Lose it again. I lost so much money in the house races. <laughs> they don't go anywhere. No. You ever try to put wheels on a house? It's got to be a certain kind of house. <laughs> uh, this is from Sage. Not the plant. A person named Sage. Uh. Just fan mail. Hey, Chris and Andy. Upside down exclamation point and then two regular exclamation points. Ooh, en espanol y inglés. And then in parentheses, the words exclamation point. All right, that's just really overkill. Yes, I spelled that out to annoy Andy. All right. No, I'm not sorry. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sage. You're good. I like you. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Just wanted to say, Chris, I love your comedy and I've been a fan for a while. Thank you. It's gotten me through some pretty rough times. Always been able to make me laugh. Can't wait for you to come back to Minnesota to perform because I definitely want to see you live. Uh, man, you're going to... Not to bring you so, back to some pretty rough times, but I was literally just in Minneapolis like three weeks ago. We announced it on the podcast. And then we talked about it later. And if I had a question, it'd be this. Would you smoke a joint with me after a show sometime? Uh, yeah, sometimes. It just really depends on the mood I'm in and the weed that you have. <laughs> uh and if I say no, I'm cool after I see the joint, that's probably because you have shitty weed. Uh, yeah, and let me tell you, he is also very moody. I am, especially right after the show. I'm in a weird place. Uh, yeah. But sometimes I do like to smoke weed. Uh, well, I, I definitely always like to smoke weed, but sometimes <laughs> I'm just, I might have somewhere to be. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes you don't. Uh, that'd be a dream come true. Keep doing what you're doing and helping more people than you know. Fuck you. Come on by. Sage from Minnesota. Well, uh, there it is. Uh, Andy, Andy smoke a joint any, with you anytime. But yeah, I'm know. trash. I don't know. I'll smoke anything. She, she will. <laughs> uh, so uh, this, uh, this one's from Cherie. Or Sherry. Cherie. C-H-E-R-I-E. Cherie. Hi, Andy and Chris. She named you first. Feminism. Hi, Love you both. Can't wait to see you, Chris, in October at the Ontario Improv. Well, thanks. I can't wait to be seen there. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to let you know I tried the promo code one millionth pot of back attack snacks and did not work. Yes, I, and I addressed the situation. If any of you have have uh, tried to use our podcast and tried to get some delicious back attack snacks, uh. Any of their really healthy beef jerky or any of their multiple flavors of almonds? They're so delicious. And you know what? He messaged me on Instagram 
and told me that you can even crush up the almonds and use them to crust a salmon oh, or a piece of fish. There it yes. is. Doesn't pumpkin that sound spice good? salmon. Hell yeah. Even on some chicken, uh, pumpkin spice salmon. Gross. But like the wasabi ginger, that could be really good. For sure. Yeah, you don't want to cross flavor palette. Uh, we contacted Mr. Back at Back Attack Snacks, and uh, there was a misspelling on their part with one millionth pod, but it has been corrected. Oh, thank God. So please go and uh, spend all your monies on healthy snacks. Because yeah, sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. He, you know, he's a chef. He's not a spellsman. And a really good chef at that. So, and could you maybe use post promo codes on Instagram? No, just because we want you to listen to the podcast. We don't want just some dude going on Instagram. Why not? And using a promo code. Because they should listen to the podcast. Yeah, but shouldn't the companies get money and us get money? What if they're just deal searchers? So? All right. Maybe we'll <laughs> post it on there. We'll have a meeting about that. And by that, I mean Andy's right. We'll put him up there. <laughs> Just a note of encouragement. When my day sucks, I can always turn on the podcast and, or one of your specials, and it makes me laugh every time. How'd she get one of my specials? Uh, she found them. Huh. They're out there. Uh-oh. Here's from Jennifer. Hello, Porters! Exclamation point. Longtime fan. Quintuple! Exclamation point. Oh, Quintuple. I've seen Chris twice in Minneapolis. Love it when you come here! Exclamation point. Ow. Sorry, I hit my head on the mic stand. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to do with you sometimes. <laughs> There's only so much we can do. Uh-uh. We literally have a thing to hold the mic for you. And then you fucking hurt that. <laughs> I bent down to see what time it was. I'm sure this question has been posed before, but how did Andy react to your bit and ugly and angry about her and her friends in Vegas? Didn't I say the bit like the next night when I you guys so. were there? Yeah. Yeah, and the girls that were still awake thought it was very funny. Uh, Yeah, so you were hip to it from the beginning. Yeah, and we thought it was fucking hilarious. I mean, we come from, like, really, if you can't bust balls, odds are we're not friends with you, so. Yeah, no sensitive sallies. It's okay to be sensitive if you're going through a time, but you can't be like that all the time. No, but it's also, like, when you know someone's giving you shit, fucking... Just chill. Just chill about it. Don't be a dick. Yeah, let us work out our bits. If you know there's a joke, like just or, or go, hey, man, I'm just not in the mood. Yeah. And then we'll back off. But don't be like, fuck you. You don't know. <laughs> Although do do that, though, because I think it's so funny when it's not at me. <laughs> Even when it's at me, I kind of try not to laugh. <laughs> uh, this one's from Christina running punctuation joke here. <laughs> Hello, Porter Sibs. I am loving the pod. The sibling infinite loop tangents are the best heart emoji. There's a Aww. lot. Of, she just peppers this thing with emojis, so get ready. Ooh, I love a good seasoned email. <clears throat> a man from Kansas is hilarious and your best stand-up to date. Thank you. Really enjoyed it. Happy face emoji. Thank you to Andy Zandy for the get to know you session. Love your work, too. Talk soup was the bomb. Bomb emoji. Uh, you don't be- have to. Is the. Are the emojis going to be the new exclamation? No, marks? just uh, they're. I thought okay. you. She put them in here. She wants people to hear them. Okay. Uh, and just, just a small note. And there are a few people, and I don't think Andy's one of them that it would upset. But there are a few people. It's not. It was the soup. Well, there was talk soup. There was talk soup, which was like Aisha Tyler, Greg Kinnear, House Sparks, and Joe sure. Henson. But your boss 
was very specific about it, that it was the soup. It was the soup because there was about a year and a half in between Top yeah. Soup being canceled and us being the soup. Yes. So uh, that was on for 11 years. But thank you. I, I appreciate that. It was the best job ever. Questions for Chris. How do you decide where to perform? Uh, my agent calls and says, you have an opportunity to work at this place on this date. And you don't currently have a gig on that date. And then I say yes, if I'm good with the terms. Any plans to come to Texas soon? Yeah, I'm doing New Year's Eve in Fort Worth or Dallas. I can't remember which. It's at a hyenas. It's in the Metroplex. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Thanks for the laughs. Fuck you. Come on by. And I did skip a lot of emojis there. So cool. You're welcome. Thank you. And that was sent from her iPhone. What? <laughs> Technology. What? Right? That's I can't believe she had. That's just so cool to know that. What's up, Chris and Andy? Chris Andy. He put the two words together. I love a portmanteau. Y'all need to combine your names and copyright that shit. Well, I feel like you did it, so yeah. I mean, you're the your artist. Copyright to be had. Uh, your DVD has a typo on the back. Was that the reference Andy was referring to on number seven? typo on the back uh great cast guys love to listen when i should be doing something more productive fuck you stop on by i don't know what the typo is i have a dvd right there will you grab it i don't know what the typo would be for ugly and angry yeah well it's the only dvd i had well i doubt he has a copy of screaming from the cosmo there's no typo yeah maybe you just don't know how to spell things it's, there. how does seminal spelled that's uh, no seminal spelled very correctly because i was very like you misspell that. It turns into seminal real quick. <laughs> uh, not sure what you're talking about, unless, of course, you're talking about Screaming from the Cosmos, and I don't have a copy of that because there are no more copies of that. I have one at home. I can look. Uh, but, yeah, so I don't know what to tell you. But uh, we appreciate, uh, we appreciate the, the emails. Lovely. Also, if you want to send us a question or concern, Send it to one millionth pod at gmail.com. That's in all words. One millionth pod at gmail.com. All words. One million TH with a POD at the end <laughs> at gmail.com. I was like, why is he saying this eight times? <laughs> it's called building up drama. Because <laughs> you, you knew broken. it was coming. I thought you had a stroke. <laughs> I was like looking at you. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Did you shit yourself? Because I'm way too high to go to Cedars. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> one millionth pod of Gmail, all one word. One millionth pod of Gmail, all one word. One millionth of the TH and a POD at Gmail. Christ on a cracker. Well, hey, I'm Chris Porter, uh, and this is it. Well, let me redo that, too. <laughs> I'm Chris Porter. <laughs> if you want to find me on Instagram or on the Twitters, you can go to at IamChrisPorter.com. No, fuck <laughs> off. I'm fuck leaving all off. of this in. Let's. Two. One. If you want to find me on Instagram, go to. Or Twitter, go to I am at I. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you can find me on social media at I am Chris Porter on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, Andy, tell them where to. God damn it. <laughs> Tell them where to find you. Well, where can the fuck can I find you right now? Where are you? I think the stroke is real. <laughs> I think I, think I have a, I've had a suggestive stroke. <laughs> Sug- 
massive stroke. <laughs> Your brain's like, hey, I think it's just best if we shut down for a second. <laughs> what do you think about that? I think we're just, all systems are going to be shut down. <laughs> Andy, where can they find you on the social meds? <laughs> Uh, on Instagram, I'm at Andy Port. On Twitter, I'm at Andy Porter. Uh, you can follow the pod on Instagram at One Millionth Pod, all one word, and on Twitter at the number one and words millionth pod. Uh, as always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. Fuck you. Come on by. Chris, wake up. Is it over? <laughs> oh, no. I went somewhere with a tin man and a scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>